back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Men of the Machine. Uh, of course, we are your super handsome hosts with increasingly questionable sexual orientations. I'm Kevin. <laughs> I'm back. And today, oh man, we got a lot to talk about, but we are, usually we talk for a few minutes beforehand to figure ourselves out, and I don't really feel like doing that. So, we are going to jump right into it, and today I want to talk about video games. And actually, I was going to suggest that, actually, so that works. Yeah, I mean, obviously, this won't be the only time we ever do, and there's a ton of things I would like to talk about, but what got me all jazzed up was looking through this list, and um, we have one thing that says, will Mario ever not be cool, which I full-heartedly believe it will I mean, always be amazing. The, the franchise, yes. The character, I don't know, you can determine ever was cool, per se. No, what but... do you mean he was cool? He's a freaking super awesome plumber, bro, jumping on turtles and mushroom-looking monsters, and he always gets the bitch at the end. Always. Okay, <laughs> technically, she gets taken away, but you know she wants it bad. So it's a win-win for Mario. But, sorry, so... The reason why that spawned me wanting to talk about video games so much was today at work I put up this big sign and the Nintendo Switch looks like my favorite thing to happen to video games ever. I don't know, but the thing is, like, they've given so little information about it that it's like, I can't get super, I'm going to get it because I've gotten every Nintendo system since fucking Nintendo 64, so like, it's not like I'm going to not get it. But it's just, like, it's very hard for me to be, like, super jazzed. I don't know what the fuck it is. Like, it's just, well, like, they basically so... showed me a, a tiny TV with little controllers <laughs> that slide off of it. So, like, that's all they've really shown me. So, I'm like, I'm not I get that. What, it's hard for me to what get more do excited. you need? Okay, so <laughs> here's my excitement. Let me, let me paint a little picture for you. So, I'll paint two little pictures. Let me paint two pictures for you here. So, one, we'll go, yeah, yeah. So, one, we'll go way back. Um, my family used to travel to every year we went to either florida or texas for family vacation and it was a six-seater vehicle with six people mom dad and the four kids and we obviously it's a 32-hour drive so nonstop. my parents didn't do hotels it was i don't know if it was an expense thing if it was a time thing dad only got x amount of days for vacation why waste any of it staying overnight somewhere i don't know i don't care some of my best memories are from the road trips but anyways Mom would sleep, dad would drive. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. I was going to say, your parents literally drove for 32 hours straight? Mom would sleep, dad would drive, and then she'd wake up, flip, dad would sleep. Mom would drive, flip, and all the while we were literally just sitting in the truck like, okay, I'll sleep sometimes, I'll wake up sometimes, but I'm just here. <laughs> so, um, so you spend what a would day happen... and a third of your life in a car. <laughs> all right. Um, God, yeah, one way there, and then we did it back, so... Uh, again, yeah, I don't know the reason, cost-cutting measures, I'm assuming, uh, especially since how we grew up, but I don't know, but what we would do, so at first we were naive young fools, and we would just sit there playing stupid car games, just talking to each other and fighting about who got to sleep laying down on the seat over the other two brothers' legs, but as time went on, and we adapted and became intelligent young men, what we did was, my dad bought a power inverter, we took our 23-inch tube TV, put it in the middle. One of us would sit, like, like so the back seat of the truck, obviously, you got a lot of leg room. We would put a, a pallet, or not a pallet, a, um, a crate down, put the TV on top of that, and our old PlayStation 1 underneath it. 
and whoever was the smallest, which was me or Travis, would cross our legs and sit in front of the TV, and we would pass the controller around. And it was um, it was amazing. We were playing PlayStation 1, like Metal Gear Solid and Gran Turismo, Crash Bandicoot, Spyro, sitting in the back of the truck for 30 hours. It was like a kid's dream come true to just play video games without any limits because, I mean, what else are you going to do? So when do you remember... The GameCube, the PlayStation 1, the PlayStation 2, the original Xbox, all had that sweet attachment where it was like this little 5-inch screen that was absurdly thick. You needed this big-ass battery, and it, it sat on top of the video game system and folded up, so it turned it into a portable system. Do you remember those at all? Kinda. Like, I never had one, but it sounds familiar. Well, they were amazing, and... um <laughs> I always like dreamed of having one, and actually, last year the Game Exchange in the Wilton Mall had a PS One with that on top for like 120 bucks, and I was like, for nostalgia, yes. For practicality, I'm gonna stay away <laughs> this time. So the Nintendo Switch, just right there, boom. That's like, hey, you've got it. This is a full portable console. Whatever you want to do, you're good to go. Have fun. Um, but the flip side, so number two is as a grown-ass adult, I had those exact same wishes in a different form. The, uh, the, uh, the Wii U had the gamepad, and I love the gamepad. People have mixed reactions. I don't give a damn about what they think. Uh, I like uh, it. Yeah, it's, I really enjoyed it. So what I would do in my apartment in, um, above Congress Street, you remember that one, you came to that one a handful of times, that apartment, um... The, t- the Wii U was close enough to my bedroom that if I, and our bed was against the wall towards the living room, so if I took the Wii U gamepad and laid all the way against the wall on my mattress, I could play Super Smash Bros. on the gamepad, and that was the coolest thing ever, but I couldn't move. Like, if I just did a little, like, lean forward, lean sideways, it lost connection because it was X amount of feet. So, this is, as an adult, I was still looking for full console quality away from my console, and this, Nintendo's like, hey, buddy, what do you know? What do you, what do you, what do you think we got cooking up over here at Nintendo Studios for you? Might be stupid expensive, but I don't care. That's, that, I'm, I'm pre, they have a press event coming up where they're gonna announce yeah. price date and, or price and, re, uh, date availability and a bunch of game stuff, and I'm so ready. I remember, mm-hmm. um, one weekend when Super Mario World had come out, Super Nintendo had come out, um, my best friend Luke and I going to the video store. I can't remember how old the hell old we were. Probably we couldn't. We were we were really young. We rented the uh, Super Nintendo and the game, and literally stayed up for the entire weekend playing Super Mario World straight through. And then like fucking like is this like thinking like you go to like Super Mario 64 and you go to like fucking like Sunshine and then you go to. Like, I was just about to Galaxy. say, did you play Sunshine? Because that was a huge different uh what's the word i'm gonna fuck up there different that's the word that the the chiation part i always fuck up and i say it with like a hard t and it becomes a mess anyways that game was so different and so unique because you had this freaking like jetpack that's water and you sucked up you just shot paint out i don't even remember how crazy it was but it was so good yeah it's the one i barely remember but yeah because i mean like i remember because like galaxy i played the fuck out of galaxy um, was weird for me at first i couldn't understand the like camera and controls it was like it was like being a, a super young kid playing uh 64 again the mario 64 and not mm. being able to like straighten myself out with the camera eventually i got it but it took me way longer than i'm proud to admit <laughs> fair enough 
but yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, so it's like as much as I love the Zelda franchise, like it's like I I just I didn't care until Ocarina. So like I definitely can't really put that above Mario because Mario's been my entire life. Like yeah, you Mario... care. It's never ha- it's it's never withered. It's always been strong. Exactly. Oh, and they, um they, for the for the Wii good. U Super for the Wii U Super Mario 3D World. I don't know if you played that, but I got yeah. it with my Wii U, and that game's amazing. It's no, yeah, it's, really it's a little bit of the new camera angle with a little bit of the side scroller. Like it it changes depending on what you're doing, and I I. Me and me and Franny actually played that. That's one game because she doesn't like to play games, and that's one game that we'll throw on two player and just like fuck around for a few levels, and it's a really good time. Which is why I argue to this date that the Wii U is the strongest console out of that generation. And um, I will I, I will say it for this one reason. Hold on, because you yeah. I know you've you you've you our video game preferences are a little bit different. A lot of similarities, but a little bit different. For one reason, well, okay, two reasons. One. When you have friends over, when there's people in the house, there is it's like one of the only systems that allows, you know, um, what do you call it, like split screen gaming anymore, and the actual like full, multiplayer in your house, yes, yeah, a real multiplayer with more than two people where you can like, there, it's not taken seriously, like obviously Mario Kart, Mario Party, Super Smash Bros, even Super Mario 3D World and Super Mario Wii U. Um, allow for four players and you're all in the same map jumping on collecting coins and stuff like it's silly fun so for that reason alone i absolutely love it a lot of hours have been spent playing mario kart with like my friends robert and chelsea and philip but two is that it has so with the xbox and the playstation it is just we've talked about it with movies we've talked about it with tv shows it's just content after content after content it's just here spend 60 dollars on this game okay two months later spend 60 dollars on this game oh we have this exclusive oh we have this exclusive hey a new call of duty hey a new battlefield like it's non-stop like that whereas with the wii u you pick up that mario game you pick up donkey kong uh country freeze which is a really good game as well you pick up yoshi's woolly world which is another phenomenal game and you know you have something that a won't get outdated immediately and make you feel like a fool for spending sixty bucks. B are usually cheaper and sometimes come in at either forty or fifty dollars, which is nice. And C, the replayability of them is just like in the past. Like yes, they get kind of easier because you figure out the mechanics, but it's still just as fun every time you run through them. Whereas other than Skyrim, whereas if I throw in, I have like a stack of like I, I think I'm up to like fifteen or sixteen games. I don't play a single one of them anymore because the replayability is just not there. It's just like same mechanics, same controls on a different graphics and a different style of storytelling. And I'm just like, no, fuck that. Like there's so many other versions of that that I could have. It's like, but this, this is my Mario. This is my Zelda. This is my Donkey Kong. So I think the Wii U is the strongest. Obviously that is a very minor opinion, but I don't care. Well, no, I mean, the thing is like, I I definitely like, I, I only bought two consoles a generation. I know I didn't even buy both. I, the Wii U I got for Christmas the year it came out, but um, I bought the Xbox One. But like, I definitely I love both. And that thing is, and actually the thing was like, I will say for the Wii U, is that um, I will tell the story. I can't. I don't think I told it on here before. I think I've told it on Punksters before. But um, um, when I first played, because I remember like um, my brother when I used to work at Lowe's, and I would take vacation like in the summer. My brother would always like give me a video game and be like, "Here, play this," and then I'd be like, "Okay," because he would basically know what I liked. So he'd be like, "Play this," and the first one he gave me was L.A. Noir, which I did love, and then the second one he gave me was Arkham City, and at first I fucking hated it because it was way too hard, 
And then like um, I so like basically I basically I literally there was, I remember very vividly there was like one day where I was playing it and I got so pissed I literally considered throwing the controller through the window. And I was like, nope, I'm renting this place. I just slammed it on the fucking table. I'm like, I'm done. And, like, I didn't touch it again until, like, I got the Wii U. And my parents being my parents and knowing me as they do, like, the, the thing they bought me to go with my Wii U, I mean, it came with whatever game it came with, uh, the, like, Nintendo Land or whatever. But um, they got me uh, Arkham City as well. And I was just like, fuck it. I'll give it another shot. And, like, because <laughs> of the way the controller works, like, it's more intuitive so i liked it way way better like it was like it was the first time i actually got to like play through it and it all it felt intuitive to me which like everything which I was controller doing... did you use the gaming pad or did you use the nunchuck uh, wii remote no no the regular like the the one that the, the game pad like the, the one that like yeah with the little screen middle everything the regular yeah wii yeah wii that's wii. called oh, the yeah. game pad yeah okay um i said game pad um but yeah you said with the um, controllers i thought it doesn't matter it's neither here nor there continue but yeah, so like I really I, and I ended up really liking it, and I made it through it, and that's actually what made me go back, and um, I got Arkham Asylum for my 360 that I inherited from my brother, and then like um, I just rebought or I got for Christmas um, I got the uh, Return of Arkham because I want to play them both again, and I mean I'm gonna play Arkham Knight again, but um, that thing is like it, I wouldn't have ever had the fucking good times I had, and like that's some of my favorite shit ever. Like I mean I can't remember I think it was Kevin. Who um we did our an episode on Gifted Punksters of like our favorite version of Batman, and he picked the Arkham series, and um I was hard pressed to argue with him because I actually got to th- go through and play it, which I would not have been able to have that had it not been for getting it on the Wii U and having a much better experience playing it on the Wii U. So like definitely, I mean, the Wii U definitely is a special place for me. Like and I mean, I said like the like the Mario like well I mean the, oh, the thing you're talking about I don't it's it's really more necessity than like intention it's because nobody fucking supported the wii u except for nintendo so that's why you only got a game like every six months because it was basically and there were great it was all first yeah it was all like uh what do you call it um first party uh, first party titles yeah yeah but in 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 that thing, they were all really good games because i mean it was like you had like mario kart and like fucking star fox and like all those games but like it wasn't like they would have liked to have also had like a million fucking other games, but just nobody supported it because it wasn't like doing it Which, wasn't doing so well. They already released like a little uh, a list of all the third party support that is going for the Wii or for the Nintendo Switch, and the list is uh, ju- just like pre Wii U, Xbox One, PS4. It's all the big titles you'd expect, like EA and Bethesda and uh, Konami and all that shit. No, yeah, yeah, no, I don't, that's, that's so they're all like, getting back into it, which is cool. Is all because yeah, they all no, pulled I mean, like, out from the Wii U. They stopped releasing Call of Duties. They stopped releasing sports games. They stopped releasing everything. Yeah, and as I'm saying, like, so I'm saying, like, I said, I'm, I'm not not going to get the Switch. Like, am I going to get it on day one? I don't know, but like, I'm definitely going to get the Switch because I've gotten every fucking Nintendo system since the 64. So like, it's definitely not going to be something I don't get. But it's like of this generation, like, I still say Xbox One is by far the best. Because like the I do sheer, enjoy my Xbox One. Like there's a sheer breadth of fucking shit that's available for that. Plus, like you know, all the apps I use on that, like it just I don't know. It's like it's I still. That's the one thing I really like about the Xbox One is the apps. Because I wanted to tell you and I forgot, and I'm going to tell you right now for the, our entire national audience to hear of a handful of people that 
there's a super awesome Batman app for the Xbox One. It's basically just a brow a uh, link to a like a browser web page, but it's in the app itself, and it has every animated Batman show in like across the board on it. It has like over five hundred different episodes from all the different versions: Batman Beyond, the animated series, the shitty one they made in the early two thousands or whatever it was. So <laughs> you know, get yeah, get that app because it's oh, it's pretty cool. Oh no, yeah, I'm, I, I will definitely get that. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like there is. It's it's definitely like that, that's what puts it ahead for me. Like I'm not because it's like I feel like they're both definitely above. Cause I've never been. I to this day have never owned a PlayStation in my entire life. Like there is one in my apartment because Justin has one, and then there's also a, that original PS One that I told you that I had. Oh, I still want that so bad. Oh, I forgot <laughs> about that till right now. What? Okay, here's what's gonna happen. I'm gonna send you a USPS, like whatever they called that. If it fits, it ships box prepaid. You just go ahead and throw that puppy in there and send it my way. We'll see. Um, okay, that's all I can ask for. Um, but yeah, but like I said, like I, I never owned a PlayStation. Whenever I have played PlayStation, I just don't because because Kevin Cardinal has a PlayStation. Like whenever I'm yeah. playing PlayStation, I just don't like it. Like it just like I just I don't know. It just doesn't. It doesn't work for me. It just doesn't. Like, I mean, I just, I don't like the way the controller feels. I don't, and even Kevin was just like, he's like, well, that's because it's probably because it's not what you're used to. Because whenever I go to your house and play your Xbox, I'm like, what the fuck is this giant goddamn controller? And I'm like, whenever <laughs> I play your, like, your PlayStation, I'm like, what is this tiny controller? Like, what are we, well, amps? That's, <laughs> that's definitely my biggest gripe is the controller, which people ride or die by it. But there's a reason the 360 and the One have gotten the, I know it's a, sh- really annoying award but the the e3 gives out the award for most ergonomic controller every year and the xbox has swept the board for the past like seven years it's like Mm. it is the best controller no totally but yeah i mean like so i'm saying like i love my wii u and i definitely like i get use out of it um but definitely not as much like my xbox gets used every day like literally today i mean you have the wwe network on there now you watch all your netflix and stuff through there you everything um my hulu but yeah it's even but even beyond that it's just like like today i spent literally my like almost my entire day consisted of playing uh batman telltale that you got me mm-hmm. and titanfall 2 that i got my parents for christmas literally whenever mm-hmm. i'd get bored with one i would just throw on the other so like literally my entire just day switch it back and forth those and also watching those my so-called life episodes because at a certain point playing if i play for too long yeah. i start to get like this thing where it's like it's not even like full blown dizziness, but like it's almost like motion sickness. Where I'm like, it takes a lot to get me there. But I realize it I've depends playing... on the games. But I totally get what you're talking about. Yeah, I've been playing literally like all day, and I was like, I can't fucking play anymore, dude. Like I'm getting killed. Like it just like my brain is just not functioning anymore. So like um, I started watching uh, my so-called life, and then I ended up getting stuck watching three episodes of that. I binged it by accident, and then I was just like, texted you. I'm like, help me, Kevin. I'm feeling. <laughs> <laughs> it's because it's so good, and you get to see a hunky Jared Leto as just a young man. I've been called Leto before. Just saying, just throwing that out there. I am no Jared Leto, but my nickname from Oz at Best Buy when I had short or long hair and a shaved face was Leto because he thought I looked like that actor from My So Called Life, and he called me. He still to this day, if I run into him, calls me Leto, and I'm like, it just makes me feel good. It just makes me feel <laughs> so good. Um, like Leto okay, so, not my favorite part of that show, but go ahead. <laughs> No, yeah, I, I don't think he's anyone's favorite part of that show besides me. Um, he So that's a perfect segue, because, so, uh, yes, I have the Xbox One as well. Um, we were talking about that. It's one of the consoles I bought, and I love it. I have a good time with it. I don't play 
games by myself, so multiplayer is where it's at, and we've played Call of Duty a bunch, which I want to address that. One, if you think Call of Duty is, like, a terrible game, fuck you, fuck your butt, I don't want to talk to you, you're not my friend. And the reason being, it's, it's, okay, so Battlefield has the really open, large world, like, super team-orientated stuff. Overwatch at the time has my heart, but in general, it's, like, a much more um, cartoony, well-balanced sort of team game. Call of Duty is like, I just want to shotgun some people in the face around the corner. Like, I just want a small, like, a small close map where I can just sprint, jump around, and shoot people in the face. It's nonsense. It's meant to be nonsense. I'm pretty sure the creators aren't taking it seriously anymore. If they are, I feel kind of bad for them. But that, it's, it's not supposed to be taken like a, a, uh, super serious competition-based game because esports are just blowing up like crazy. That's not what Call of Duty is anymore, at least not to me. So the fact that it's the same game being made over and over again is not a bad thing in my eyes. It's just me continuing to have that sort of like release of like, I don't really feel like taking my game seriously right now. I just kind of want to shoot some brains. What's the thing? Like, that's the thing for me that like I think is funny. Is it like, because um, I have... Um, I have Advanced Warfare on 360 because I didn't have a one when it came out. And I have um, Black Ops 3 on one. And I have uh, now uh, Infinity or Infinite Warfare on one. And like, I when people say like they're the same, like it's really not. But I split, and I can tell you that from experience because like literally I've been playing Black Ops from last Christmas until basically until the day that uh, Infinite Warfare came out. And it's just like it doesn't feel at all like that. It doesn't. It doesn't feel like Titanfall. Like it just like they all they, they do feel legitimately different. So that's why I do. I, people just dumb and oversimplify things. But like, yeah, it's um, like oh, you can run on a wall. Other games have done it. Done with this. Wait, you shoot an AK forty-seven. Every game ever has done that. Done with this. It's like fuck you, dude. It's it's not the same. Well, no, yeah, and that's the, and the, you know that's the thing. and also that's the thing that I think is funny that people have this thing where it's like. I said things like I know you love, love love Overwatch. Everybody loves Overwatch. Overwatch one game of the year. I oh fucking my god! Can't stand Overwatch. It's so good. I I totally get why you can't stand it, but that game is just the epitome of 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 first person shooters in my eyes. Like, it, it, and obviously, it might be a fad. It's lasted much longer than I thought it would. So I'm gonna say it stepped out of the realm of the fad, and it might even hold up for 2017 throughout. That mm-hmm. game is the new like. So obviously it's not the same as like all these big storylines and all these big in-home multiplayer and stuff like that. But that game has passed like Halo. It's passed GoldenEye. That is the first-person shooter in my head now. I can't. I love that game. Okay, that is far too bold of a statement. Like to put it above GoldenEye, that is just fucking. Psychotic. No, no, no. So hear me out. <laughs> hear me out. That game. So at first, when I first got it, I think I even told you because you said you didn't like it. And I was like, yeah, this game blows. I don't want to play this game. It like upset me that there wasn't uh, ammo packs. Like you couldn't change your gun. You couldn't adjust your character like that. But the way, so they give you, I think it's like 14 characters now or something. They give you so many different characters purely on the principle that there is always someone to cancel someone else out. Mm. So they're, even though I've played plenty of games where you can just run a train on the other team there's generally always it's impossible to be perfect at that game like even the best tracer for example who's the little fast chick who's on the cover of everything even the best tracer in the world it takes one shot from roadhog to take her down so it's like she can be she can be on a 10 kill streak and just turn the corner and not see your hook coming at her and you pull her in and boom she's dead there's such a 
perfect balance that even if I'm playing really bad in a game, because I like May, she's my favorite, she's the one with the ice gun, even if I'm doing really bad in a game, there's always that one person on the other team that I can help neutralize to kind of pick our team up a little bit, because it's just, it is the like most perfectly balanced game that's ever come out. In my opinion, obviously that's not like you hate it but that's i just can't find a way because obviously goldeneye was the golden pistol or the rocket launcher if someone got a hold of those things is done in halo 2 is infamous for the sword if someone got a hold of that sword in the halo 2 multiplayer game over they just got like a 10 kill streak like every game has that sort of like obscene thing and yes overwatch does have some op characters they've got some overpowered stuff going on and they're constantly trying to fix it and by doing that you create another issue but it's not to the point where they're untouchable it's just to the point where you gotta try a little bit harder to get them so that alone the amount of the the, like attention to detail is what does it for me i don't know i mean like i get why people like it like like, that's why i tried to play it again because i was just like i played it during the yeah you gave it two shots i can't blame you and then so i played it again i'm like yep no i still hate this like it's just like it's just i don't it's it's just it's literally like it's the one thing that frustrates the living shit of me is just like games where I'm just like, and I'm dead, and I'm dead, <laughs> and I'm dead. <laughs> like some games, I push past that. Like Black Ops, I did because when I first started playing Black Ops after playing uh, Halo, like I was just fucking getting just stomped. Like I was getting my balls. Yeah, it's off. a completely different style. It's like it's so hard to transition between the two for me as well. Yeah, and so like, um, but but Halo is my boo, like of video games because oh, I, so good. Well, because I I, can't, I I know I haven't told this anywhere. Um. Like when I uh, first, because like, the other thing, like when I when I first like basically like when I was a kid, I played video games. Um, when I was like basically then I like I still always had a console, but like I never really played that much. Usually it was just like the Wii, you know, like Wii U, like to play with other people. Like so, I still like had my Wii and shit, but it was mostly to play with other people. Like I like for a long time, I didn't game at all. Um, the joke I used to do is I was like, cause, like I had a ball, like, I got one of my bosses when I was working at Lowe's. I uh, was a big gamer, and he was like in his like fifties. And I was like, "Yeah, I used to play video games." Then I turned thirteen, um, <laughs> <laughs> and then um, my brother uh, he basically he got a new. Basically, when they did that whole thing where they um, basically did the three sixty, they did like they did the one S, where basically it was like, "Here's a slightly different version," <laughs> and he was like, "Oh, I want the different versions." We asked for for Christmas, and so then um, he got it for Christmas and he gave me his old three sixty. And the first, like, the first things I bought were things I could play with people. Like, I bought, like, uh, Street Fighter, and I bought, like, UFC. Um, but, uh, the, like, the next thing I bought was, it was, like, right after uh, Halo 4 came out. And I was like, well, fuck it. Like, I want to do this. Because, um, I mean, I grew up on fucking Doom. Like, so it's, like, to me, like, shooters are, basically, my, my main things are always either shooters or fighting games. So it was like, I got Halo. And Halo basically awakened, like, a love of gaming in me because it gave me something that I didn't have, which was like an outlet for, cause like I, I'm not going to say I cover it well, cause I definitely don't all the time, but people don't know the depths of rage in my soul. <laughs> and like, not everybody at least. <laughs> so like there's times like I literally, like I just can't fucking like handle life. And so like, if I just go on and play for a while and just kill people like that are in other places, like eventually I will feel better because it's like it just helps me get that out. Like it just gets that, that negative energy out. Mommy, why didn't you love me more? <laughs> Take out your parental issues on their daddy. I just wanted a hug. Well, you know where oh, it came from? Watcher. When I used to work at Lowe's, like when I used to work at Lowe's, like I would go home with a lot of rage every night, 
And so, well, like... because yeah, you fucking worked at Lowe's. I don't blame you. The fucking knuckle-draggers. Um, <laughs> but... <laughs> but um, Shouts out to any Lowe's employees out there. <laughs> well, it's not even the Lowe's employees. Like the, the customers was the issue. But, um... Oh, my God. I can't believe it. But, yeah. So, like, um, I ended up... Like, I was playing Halo, and when I'd go home, and I would, I would like, so they just work, take, take up my aggression on, on people in Halo. And that, like, made me... I was, like, I play Halo constantly, and I fucking loved it. So, like, um, that kind of transitioned me into other games. But that's why when um, I got the uh, new the Xbox One, basically my target was always Halo. As soon as Halo 5 came out, there's a picture. If you're friends with me on Facebook, the picture of me, like, smiling, like, gratuitously uh, when I had black hair um, was taken by my ex-girlfriend the night that I got Halo 5. Like, the literally when I first booted it up. Like, that smile was genuine because it was just, like, it made me so happy. Like, there's no other game that makes me happier than Halo. So, like, even when I – because like, soon after Halo came out, I was not employed for a brief period, um, like, a few weeks. And literally what I would do is I would wake up in the morning. I would fill out applications um, till like, mid-afternoon, whatever, uh, go interviews if applicable, and then just fucking play Halo – until like the wee hours in the morning and then just repeat so like i eventually got like i kind of overplayed halo so like when i got black ops i'm like okay good something different but at first i would get my fucking ball stomped on and then like i ended up fucking swinging back. i was wondering where the story was headed I, I, I remember you saying that and then i was like wait where the fuck are we going with this okay back to call of duty sorry so i swung Yo, back to call of duty and then even then though like recently i was like swinging back to halo and then like um I got Infinite Warfare, and then, like, I was like, that one's actually kind of an easy transition because it's a little bit Halo, a little bit Titanfall, a little bit Call of Duty. So, like, it takes a bunch of shit that That's I like fair. and kind of combines it. So, I like, I really like, I do really like Infinite Warfare. Yeah, I'm, I, I really enjoy it. I got no qualms with it. Obviously, my favorite part is there's a, a subclass where you get a pistol that vaporizes your enemies, and I just. Oh, it just fills me with glee to watch them just disappear. Because in all the games, obviously, you can, like, rocket launcher people and their bodies go flying and stuff. This, they literally just disappear, and I just, oh, I just love it so much. And you only get, like, seven shots, so you gotta be pretty... I get, like, two kills, and then I die, but that just makes me feel so good. It makes the whole game worth it. I'm a simple man, Patrick. I'm a simple (laughs) man. I mean, I, like, I can't actually play with that because, like, every time I, like, I literally never hit anybody. Cause, like, the way that I, like, play is very much, like, if you ever notice, like, my, the guns I pick, it's very rarely, I, mean, I occasionally have some, like, sniper classes, like, sometimes I want to snipe. 99 comes out of 100, it's, like, just me fucking, like, with, like, ultra-fucking-high-powered, like, fucking super-powerful machine guns because... In neither real life nor Hip in video fire games. for days. Exactly. I am not a good shot. So basically, like, if I just there's <laughs> if there's somebody in that general direction, I want to spray bullets or energy, whatever it is, in that direction until that person is dead or until I am dead, and then move on. So it's a hot like, way to live. I mean, I'm just saying. I think exactly. I when I first started playing Call of Duty was uh, my brother. Um, cause remember, like, I, the first time I ever played it was like one of the ones that was like the World War II ones, and I was like, this is boring. Like. Why is it? Why are we playing with guns like five shots? Like, who the hell cares? And then like uh, Modern Warfare came out, and I was playing with my brother, and I was like, "This is fun as shit." So like, and then like, but I think the way I would play it was I basically play it like Rambo. Like, have you ever seen uh, Rambo Two, uh, First Blood? Or no, I'm sorry, First Blood Part Two, Rambo. Um, 
where he like basically has the giant fucking gun and just like is that the one where he's holding the chain in the other hand and he's got the giant like lmg in his right hand and he's just laying it down yes um that is the way i basically played that which why my brother killed me a lot um it wasn't but it made you feel good exactly i think i always feel like it's funny when people like because i've had people I don't really give a fuck. I mean, I'm happy if I get like the top, um, like the one, like one, like, like the winner circle of any game I'm playing. But really, most of the time, I don't really give a fuck about my K to D. Like to me, I just like it's like one of my ex girlfriends was, was thought it was funny because like um when I first got into Halo, she was super into Halo, and like I was just like she was like what was the K to D? Like I said, and she's like what the fuck? And I was just like it's like what? I was like I don't care. And she's like what do you mean you don't care? I'm like why would I? It's just I mean I killed people. I had a good time. So like what what do I care? And she's like I'm very. What? I'm very half and half with it is like if I have a good K to D, I let people know it. I have a good time with it. I'm like, yeah, look at me. Fuck you, motherfucker. Look at me laying this shit down on you. And like I've like sent messages to people. I'm like yelling <laughs> into the mic. I'm having a good time. But if I'm having a low K to D, I don't, I don't take it. Like, cause I have a friend who plays the game legit. And if he dies like three times in a row, it's over. Throw the controller down. He can't play anymore. I'm like, eh, I'm doing bad. That's okay. Maybe I'll do good next time. And then the minute it's like, you know how they say like, you know, power corrupts, absolute power corrupts, absolutely. I'm like, the minute I get a taste of being good, oh, I've run with it. But then when it's gone, I'm like, that's all right. That's cool. I had fun. What's well, the thing? Bring it like, to, I'm, I'm humble. <laughs> <laughs> like, for me, it just like, because that's like, she was like, it's like, what's well, the feats purpose of the fucking game? And I'm just like, but does it though? Because like, if I'm having a good time, yeah. isn't that the fucking point of playing a fucking video game? Oh, so man. like, my friend, my friend Matt does that. Matt, if you listen to this podcast, I'm sorry, but I'm gonna bitch about you for about two seconds. He legitimately had the argument one time that uh, what I was doing in the game didn't matter and it was leading nowhere because I was playing Rocket League, and in Rocket League, the only loot you get is like attachments to your car, and it doesn't do anything. And he, him and Andy Mojer, my other buddy, got me into the game because it's it's literally that. It's cars playing soccer, and I thought it was the funniest shit. And we played it for hours for a few weeks. And then all of a sudden, uh, Matt, it was too too shitty for Matt, and he thought it was, like, below him because you weren't working towards anything. I'm like, Matt, you realize you're not working towards anything with any of these games. Like, if yeah, I do really. bad in this game, my wife's not going to leave me. If I do good, <laughs> I'm not going to get a promotion at work. Like, this is all just for entertainment you get that right like you understand that right and it may it just i would when people take it to heart that like you have to stick to the rules of the game and you have to like be you know uh uh abide by all the like the k to d system and shit like that in order to help your team win i'm like again not a real war my brother's yeah. life's not at stake it's a video game have yeah. fun with it like when we play, like the only time I think you ever heard me actually get like angry was that time we played uh, like Destiny, uh, the Crucible oh version. Oh my god, that went rough. And I literally like, because basically I have stages of anger. But basically, like I start off like normal vo- volume, I get louder, I get louder, and then I go nonverbal. Nonverbal is the last stage before I completely lose my shit because it means that I have lost all control. Like that's nonverbal is the last stage of control. And like literally, I was nonverbal our last round. I was like, I have to stop because <laughs> I think like, if I do this one more time, I'm gonna fucking just go like fucking Tasmanian devil on people around here in my immediate vicinity. And I feel really bad about it later because I'm not gonna mean to do it. But like, it's that rage I'm not gonna be able to control. So like, that's the only time that I played that version of Destiny. That's the only time I will play that version of Destiny because that was a shit show and I did not enjoy that. 
Yeah, I don't I don't like the Crucible that much of Destiny. I'll play it if I have to and lack something, but I don't even play Destiny anymore, and I don't really plan on picking it back up. But, all right, so we've talked about video games for a while. I could continue to talk about them. I mean, there's so many games I didn't even mes- mention, like Yoshi's uh, Island back on the Super Nintendo and uh, the Gran Turismo s- series, which I talked about briefly. There, I could continue talking about video games, but let's slide on out of that. Let's slip into something a little more sultry, a little more seductive over here with our little game of who's who. Yeah, that wasn't sexy, but that's what we're going to do. So we'll rattle off a few pairs, see who Patrick thinks he is, see who I think I am. Of course, it's usually pretty easy to determine, but you never know. We might we might have a few oddballs in here because I'm clearly Wayne, but that's neither here nor there. That's not the thing. So okay. hit me with a letter, any letter. Just pick one. Boom. Uh, G. G? Oh, what do you know? I'm looking right at it. Uh, you don't really watch anime much, but of what you do know, who's Goku, who's Vegeta? I, I feel like this is I don't know what the difference watch. is. They look exactly the same to me. What? You haven't seen the show at all? I've seen, like, an episode once when I was, like, I don't know, like, 12. I don't remember it. Oh, man, that just, oh, man. Well, I mean, if you had seen the show, and for anyone who listens to this who knows you, you're very clearly Vegeta. Okay, so and I'm going to try to paint this in as good of a light as possible. So, basically what it is, Goku is the last Saiyan. You know, he's Superman, essentially, in the story. He's the last Saiyan who lands up on Earth, trained by a human, becomes the most powerful uh, guardian of the planet. And... He's amazing. It's an anime, so it's unlocked potential. He never stops getting stronger. Vegeta is the prince of Saiyans, and he also survived the planet exploding. So he comes down to fight Goku to prove that he's the best Saiyan, that he is the... Uh, what do they call it? I can't remember the term. Super Saiyan? Broly ends up being... No, no, no. Super Saiyan's just the form no. of their Saiyan powers. So anyways, to prove he's the the chosen one, let's just call it that because that's basically what it is. And I can't remember the exact term right now. It turns out neither one of them is, but that's neither here nor there. So Goku uh, is told he is, he doesn't believe it. Goku's like super, he's uh, with the reason neither of us can be Goku is he's like super humble and cheery, but that's neither here nor there. So Goku's like the, the defender. He's, he's kind of upbeat, but he takes like loyalty super seriously and he like treats family super seriously and he will do anything to save the planet and stop bad people. But he's also kind of foolish and naive. You know, he's goofy. He fucks up when he's training. Like he's silly in that respect. You've seen an anime. You know how it goes. Vegeta, on the other hand, is super serious. He doesn't like that someone else is taking his title. He he believes he is the greatest Saiyan. At least at first, as the story goes on, they become best friends. They save the world together. They save the universe together. But for the time being, Vegeta's like, no, I'm better than you, and I'm going to prove it. They fight a lot. Vegeta wins sometimes. Goku wins most of the time. Uh, and there's lots of online debates about who's actually stronger. It's kind of impossible to tell. Obviously, it's Goku, but that's just, come on, that's just for me. So, uh, Vegeta has the temper, Vegeta has the ego, Vegeta has the scowl, Vegeta has, like, the I'm a tough guy no matter what you think thing. Goku knows he is, but he doesn't want to say it. He's kind of silly, kind of stupid. I don't want to call him stupid because he's not, but, you know, he underestimates everyone, underestimates himself, gets into a lot of silly situations, then just fucks his way out. So basically what you're breaking this down to is being 
Goku is Superman, Vegeta is Batman, I'm Batman. I'm okay with that. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> I was trying to pretty much put it there, and that works out fine. So, um, yeah, you're definitely Vegeta, and I'm Goku. And there's a lot of like good points where you could also be Goku, and I don't think I could ever be Vegeta, but who knows? All right, one down. Um, let's go with pick a color. Uh, red red oh, all right yes. they're both have red in them uh oh that's two good ones oh god they're both they're both comic books they're both marvel oh how am i gonna separate these two because i don't want to do them both oh i want to uh... mm, it's so tricky uh pick a number between one through ten. 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 all right we'll go with that one spider-man and deadpool wait which one of us is which yeah that's the way the game works patrick um i mean i guess because that thing is like i didn't really care about deadpool for the last couple of years and now that i've literally because i spent the last um because basically what i did was um i told the story on punksters but like basically i um because of kevin because we, we, we ended up we um we did a Spider-Man episode uh, of Punksters right before Civil War, and then like um, I ended up I can't remember how, oh it's because we, we wanted to do the 2000s episode, and um, so he's like you should read the JMS run because um, I'm going to talk about it so that way you'll have knowledge. But okay, so I read the JMS run, um, which is the uh, early to mid 2000s, and of uh, Spider-Man, making Spider-Man, and I was like I don't really want to stop, and he was just like. He was like, I mean, if you want to keep going, like, I mean, I don't have any friends who are as caught up with Spider-Man as me, so, like, that would actually be really cool, and I was like, okay, I ended up reading uh, 16 years worth of Spider-Man in the course of less than six months. I want to say, like, five months. Mm-hmm. My, my project almost immediately after that, because originally I tried to go uh, with the Burn Fantastic Four after that, but, like, it wasn't working for me the way I'd hoped. Like, I still like it, but it wasn't really what I wanted. And so I started reading uh, the Duggan and Pussain Deadpool run and ended up reading all of that. I completely caught up as of like a couple weeks ago. And that was in like, I think like a month, maybe two months. Um, so now I'm actually pretty familiar with both characters. Um, like, as much as I would like to say that I am Spider-Man, I am probably Deadpool. <laughs> like The... The bit where I definitely hand, because I could I could make a case for both for you, but the part where I definitely hand Deadpool to you versus Spider Man is the uh, hmm, is is without being a douche with is the lack of restraint from Deadpool and because I'm not saying you don't have restraint, you definitely do. You could have gone postal a few times. I've seen you at like your sauciest, but yeah, Spider Man has I would say more of a uh, calm demeanor in most scenarios than Deadpool does, and your ability to just be downright brutal is where I hand that. And and you have some dark humor sometimes. I feel like your your humor is closer to Spider Man, but your everything else is closer to Deadpool. Fair enough. That's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, because people I always definitely... underplay. And, sorry, people always underplay. And you guys talked about it on yours. Spider Man is freaking hilarious. Like he, not in the same way. It's not like adult punchlines like Deadpool is, especially for people who have seen the movie and that's all they know of his humor. But Spider Man is just like one liner after one liner, shitty little puns and like immature jokes nonstop. Well, that's a guy I'd actually I'd said on that episode because basically, like, and Kevin has mentioned it since. Um, 
Because when I was a kid, I did not like Spider-Man. Like, I liked him, like, in the sense that I, I liked all of Marvel characters. But, like, my brother really loved Spider-Man. I did not care. It wasn't until I was, like, I can't remember how old I was. Probably, like, 17, 18. And, um, like, when Ultimate Spider-Man started. And, and um, Bendis also started doing uh, New Avengers. And, like, I was, like, oh! Like, now I get it. It's because he's funny. Like, that's what mm-hmm. makes him... That that was the hook for me, and granted, now I see it's way more than that. That was his like, charm, so to speak. But that was the thing that that was like what was kind of the way in for me was it was like that's why I finally I, that's, that's at first it was what I was like that's why people like this. Now I see there's way more to it than that. But at the time I was like oh now I get it. Um, but then I ended up as I said I read like fucking 15 years of Spider Man in the course of six months, so now I can basically speak to the entire fucking like recent history of the character. All of it, yeah. Um, but. But yeah, but um, like so I'm saying, like I would definitely love to be Spider-Man, but I feel like I don't know, like he's a character that I would kind of aspire to be more than I actually am. If you're saying I'm him, but I'm down, but like I would say that's (laughs) not me. I, I, I really see. I the only thing I would say is is kind of like the opposite. Is is my humor is closer to Deadpool, and but my character is because no, I'm not really like peter parker at all i'm I'm not like spider-man i guess i'm small like i'm i'm a twiggy white boy that's about it like i don't really share any similarities so i don't know so are you conceding to being deadpool are you giving me spider-man or both i mean honestly i would say that i could be either um if you're saying that you're deadpool and i'm spider-man i would doubt i would i would agree I, if you said yeah. the opposite, I would also agree with that. Honestly, either way, I feel like we're both kind of both. So okay, shit. That one. I wish I had created a column of these. Maybe I'll do that in the future and go back and listen through. But that one goes goes it goes both ways. <laughs> like a bisexual. All right. Um. Actually, it it it, it, could, go, it it could go or he could go both ways. Should be the name of the segment. All right. right. Fair enough. I'll throw that up there. Um, All right. Uh, Last but not least, hit me with uh, comedy, uh, suspense, or childish. Uh, Suspense. Suspense. All right. Here's a pretty decent one. At least I think it's a decent one. Tyler Durden and the narrator. Oh, which of us is which? That's the way the game works, Patrick. Yes. I didn't know if you switched into the segment where it's like, who would win in a fight? Um, no, I'll call that out. No, I'll call okay. that out later. Um, I definitely am Tyler Durden. <laughs> Obviously, it's a it's Fight Club, and yes, Tyler Durden is the uh, devil on his shoulder, so to speak, of the narrator. Well, he's yeah, he's like the charismatic leader of uh, Project Mayhem. See, class. see, okay. So let me just say, <laughs> I pointed out when we started this segment that Patrick always had to be the leader. He had a superiority complex. He had to be the cooler, more powerful all, one. And he all, literally just all. described Tyler Durden as the charismatic leader. I'm first definitely all, just saying. First of no, all, no, I'm just saying. Well, I am charismatic and I'm a natural leader. Everybody has ever said that ever that has known me. So suck a dick oh, with your little like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, be, I'm gonna be a dick about this. No, no, no. fuck you. Yeah, Clearly, I'm Tyler Durden because I'm a charismatic leader, and so is he. So fuck you. Oh, you want it so bad. I'm not letting <laughs> you have it. No, I'm not Tyler Durden at all. I'm, I, I wouldn't even say I'm the narrator, but I'm definitely not Tyler Durden. So yeah, I'll take the narrator, a confused guy who doesn't know what to do and just follows this other dude's lead. Yeah, I'm into it. I'll take I was it. Like anything like 
basically I i'm just saying your choice of words was what was perfect that's uh, all i'm saying like i could be tyler durden um kevin cardinal would probably be like the narrator you would probably be like oh. angel face whoa i mean i'll take it because it's leto <laughs> but come on my man <laughs> i'm not I'm saying, saying i'm not saying that there's anything wrong with kevin cardinal being kevin cardinal but I fully deny that he could take me in a fist fist fight. I'm Why telling you, you that, that? Kev- That's not what I'm Kevin, you listen to me, you little <laughs> son of a bitch. Patrick just Patrick just set this in stone. This is what was the big fight between McGregor and that other guy? Wait, between McGregor and who? I don't remember the like most hyped up Mc- Conor McGregor fight. I don't remember. What. Don't you know, this is this is this is Mayweather Pacquiao type stuff right Fine. here, Mister Cardinal. All right, he's <laughs> he's calling me down. And I'll let you know, I'm Floyd Mayweather. I'm Floyd Money Mayweather, okay? You're the wife beater? Oh, man. I'll, I mean, just don't ask for any too many questions, okay? <laughs> let's, just, let's just roll on. <laughs> let's just, little disclaimer, I don't beat my wife. But that's neither here nor there. All right. So that's, that's three down. Who's who? Successful as always. Let's play my favorite thing in the whole wide world. Who would win in a fight? where I harass Patrick to answer hypotheticals between two, usually superheroes, but not always, two people going head-to-head. All right. Uh, I just want to joke that, like, I have said for years, like, because I had friends who, like, when I would, like, be talking about, like, when I'd be hanging in comic book stores, whatever, if that man spent most of my, like, early 20s and, like, uh, pretty much my entire teens uh, hanging out in comic book stores, and whenever people would be like, who made a fight like Superman or Batman or like Spider-Man or Batman? Blah, 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 blah. Like who the fuck cares? Like Jesus Christ. They're fictional fucking <laughs> well, guess characters. What? We found out who cares. It's me, Patrick. I'm <laughs> the one who cares. Okay. Really want, it really all want, came okay, around. I, just for the just for the record, I want Philip to cut in there a little clip of like uh, when Vince McMahon revealed himself as a greater power and was like, it was me, Austin. It was me. <laughs> all along. <laughs> All right, we'll try to do that. Uh, which, by the way, if anyone ever, my middle name's Austin. If you want to call me Stone Cold Kevin Austin, that's totally in the air. Patrick's refuses. One day I'll get him. If 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 I die before you at my eulogy, can you please just call me Stone Cold Kevin Austin? Fine. Just a quick one. Just a quick. He asked for it, so I just wanted to be known. Stone Cold Kevin Austin lived a great life. He went down. Just as wonderfully as he lived, you know, riding a Camaro off the edge of a cliff, Thelma and Louise style, you know, <laughs> shooting flares into the sky, jacking his dick. Like, just something really epic, and that's just all I want at my eulogy. Even if it's not true, can you just take that exact line I just said and say it? Fine, but what you need to do for me is my die first, which is probably more likely. Um, I need you to be wearing the exact clothes I was wearing when I died. I need you to have a sonic screwdriver like the doctor has, and I want you to run up to my <laughs> casket and be like, this is where things get a little confusing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but I'll do you one step better, and I'll lay next to your body in the coffin so it's an open casket. Your parents will come over because you're going to die before them. You're, they're going to open the casket, and I'm just going to be sitting there smiling, and then I'll play it off. It won't be weird at all. Okay, <laughs> moving on. Who would win in a fight, Patrick? I'm going to pick the first one, then I'll give you a few things here and there to pick the next one. Hellboy or The Thing? I mean, depending on if Hellboy is, like, tapping into the full-blown, like, 
powers he has or just regular Hellboy. I mean, if it was well, if it was just regular Hellboy versus like the Thing, I would say the Thing would probably win just because the Thing has fought the Hulk like to a standstill. But like, true. if you fucking have Hellboy with his full blown like demon powers, like King of Hell powers, I feel like he's gonna be anybody because I mean, Christ, how can you not? He's he's the devil almost. I mean, I mean not necessarily, but he has the. Isn't he like an? Isn't he like the destroyer of Earths? Yes. If he goes basically, full yeah. on, basically. basically okay, yeah. so so then here I'll paint a little scenario. It's normal Hellboy versus the Thing, and if the Thing doesn't go full on on Hellboy fast enough, because I don't know the Thing's like moral compass well enough to know how he fights i don't i never read the fantastic four so it's 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 like the normal the thing versus normal hellboy and if the thing doesn't wrap it up fast enough hellboy goes full on so does the thing's personality slow him down and allow hellboy to go full on or is the thing relentless like so so that's the scenario oh the thing would definitely like for the greater good because that's the whole thing is like the thing about this thing is like i think really all about all you can't now that i think about it kind of all of um sam lee's characters um is basically there's like that like, really like strong like moral compass where it's basically just like the greater like the, the need like the, to, to quote spock like the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few or the one like if the thing i mean i feel like the thing in general would probably take out regular hellboy but yeah i mean if he, if he definitely if he had to like if it was like he definitely would like like he, he saw he saw hellboy starting to turn he would just finish the job oh totally okay so the thing wins. I I didn't know. I figured you know rock hand versus rock body. Yeah, the whole body probably takes it, but I didn't know the extent of Hellboy. So good to know. Um, hit me with uh here. Let's stay on comic book one more time. Hit me with a random comic book character. <laughs> uh, Moon Knight. Oh, I have so many actually of Moon Knight. I got really excited <laughs> thinking of Moon Knight and started going with it. All right, so I will start with uh this one's good. Moon Knight versus the Green Arrow. I mean, so they're both street vigilantes, basically. Green Arrow has a bow and arrow. Moon Knight uses two like st- sticks or whatever. There, first of all, it's a truncheon that he has. It's a fucking sorry, basically it's a, a truncheon. It's basically like um, a heavier version of Daredevil's Billy Club. Show some fucking respect. Like he so has it's this, he one has... it's one staff that he can break in half. Wait, he has that too. He has yeah, he has more than one thing. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know. Well, continuing. Yeah. Go ahead. Is he? Well, no, no. So you're you're the one. So, who would win the fight, Moon Knight versus Green Arrow? Basically, my question is because again, I'm still new to comics. I'm learning. Suck a dick, people who are judging me. Uh, is Moon Knight skilled enough to avoid the shit that Green Arrow will be throwing at him with all of his gadgetry and and arrows? Or and on vice versa, is Green Arrow a good enough fighter to handle Moon Knight and his? Because I read some article, he's like the um, uh, he's like possessed by some Moon Spirit thing or whatever. Constant. So he has like, yeah, so he has like abilities beyond what just learning martial arts is or something. So what, well, yeah, right. so can Green Arrow keep up with that as far as fighting goes, and can Moon Knight basically avoid? the incredible accuracy and all the gadgets Green Arrow has. Okay, this is what I need you to do. Before I answer this question, I'm just going to throw this out there for you. I need you to go on my Comixology account, because I know you're logged into my Comixology account. I need you to read the last two arcs. What? No, I was just laughing, because I totally... Okay. Okay. Um, 
I need you to read the last, like the, the every current issue of Jeff Lemire is around the character. Um, that is the best illustration of the way his brain works and the way the different personalities work that I could possibly explain. So I need you to read those 10 issues and then you will understand the Kamsu thing. Okay, now right. swinging back, um, before um, Arrow made Green Arrow into a badass, um, I would definitely have said it was no contest, it was Moon Knight. Now I feel like it's a grittier fight. And I mean, I feel like it would definitely be, it could really go either way. I mean, I would ultimately go uh, Moon Knight because of his like fucking killer instinct because he was a fucking mercenary. Um, yeah, he beats people's heads in. He doesn't. He doesn't like. Hey, I knocked you unconscious. Gotcha. He's like, no, I'm gonna keep hammering down until I know this is done. Yeah. So that's the one thing that I think. Like, if he if he if he got an opportunity, uh, Ollie wouldn't kill uh, Moon Knight, or at least wouldn't put him in the fucking like like, a vegetative state. Like, if mm-hmm. uh, Mooney got the chance, he would fucking take Ollie to a place where he was not coming back. So, like, that's the one thing I think would separate them. Like, I mean, the fight would definitely could go either way, but I just say, I feel like in the end, it would come down to Moon Knight would be more down to finish the job. All right, so so let's just say, because you won't give it a, a definitive, if, per, so, they fight 100 times, Moon Knight wins X amount, Green Arrow wins X amount, basically a percentage. I That's mean, I was, you, I, I, I'm saying, like, I would definitely say I would give the edge to Moon Knight. So probably like sixty forty, or you think a little more? I mean, over oh, just going like the number. Like, I mean, I feel like again, it's like that's the thing is like I feel like Ollie would definitely like knock him out. Like, I mean, I definitely think Ollie. I mean, he's a skilled enough fighter that he would definitely take him like to his limits. But at the same time, like he wouldn't be willing to cross a line, and Mark Spector slash Jake Lockley, slash Stephen Grant, slash whatever the fuck. Um, he's not afraid to cross lines. So, like, that's the thing. is like, in the end, I feel like it's always going to come down to him winning just because he's willing to cross those lines and he'll fight to the end. All right. I take it. I take it. Yeah, we'll give that one to Moon Knight. I did, I, I'm excited to read them. I do have most... I think I have all the Moon Knight you have on Comicology already downloaded. So that shouldn't be a big deal. I can jump right on into it. Um... All right, so uh, I will let you pick. Do you want me to stay with comics just for three consistent, or do you want me to switch it out? Might as well stay with comics. All right. Oh, there's so many good ones. Um, I'm going to save that one. Let's hit you with, because mostly because this is just a a fun little back and forth one because they're kind of similar, Red Hood versus Nightwing. Oh, I mean, that's the thing. It's the same kind of situation. They're both it's Robins. Like, I mean, it's, it's, it's like, like they're both trained by Batman. They're both... But Dick wouldn't fucking take somebody's life and fucking Jason would. So, like, that's, again, that's the thing that, like, I feel like... It's like it's like the Green Arrow Moon Knight thing where it's just, like, in the end, Jason would win because of the fact that, like, yeah, Dick's a more skilled fighter, but Jason will kill him if he gets the opportunity, whereas Dick will never... Because, I mean, he's actually even lighter than Batman. So, like, I feel like you have to go with Jason just by virtue of the fact that, like, Jason be, would be down to fucking kill him if he was given the opportunity. Like, he might not be given the opportunity. Like, his nightwing might knock him the fuck well, so, out and so, knock him up. But... So, that's what I was going to say. That's part of it is, like, uh, obviously we know, like, for example, the Hulk, if he gets mad enough, he can never stop. You know, and, and tech- in theory, he is the strongest 
of anyone ever because if he if he can get to that point if it can get to where he's pissed enough but in a who would win fight you can't you, you you're playing hypotheticals on top of hypotheticals i want like not oh the opportunity arise but he held back and didn't kill him so the other guy got the upper hand just like full on one-on-one one's aiming to kill one's aiming to knock out who gets their edge first who who gets that that goal first so would you give it to red hood or nightwing i feel like moon knight wins in the one before when we were talking about it so i'm gonna give that one to moon knight i'm gonna make the executive call so in this one who is better to get that opportunity to either knock the other one out or kill the other one what i'm saying though is like a i'm thinking like a storyteller and b um red hood uses guns (laughs) so like I mean, <laughs> so does that give him the edge enough to where Nightwing's not enough? Because Batman, people use guns on him all the time, but he knows what he's up to. Is Nightwing good enough to avoid the guns enough to get up in there and not just forever. club him in the face? Not forever, <laughs> like, but bullets don't last forever either. I mean, he's well, yeah, gonna run out. Presumably, if he, if he had like two pistols and like with dual wielding like fucking AKs or whatever the fuck, like at a certain point, Dick's gonna get tired, like of dodging <laughs> bullets, and eventually one of those bullets is going to fucking make its way into his abdomen or head. All right, so gi- so give it to me. Are you giving Red Hood the win? I mean, I think that Nightwing is a better fighter, but yeah, I think Red Hood would, would beat him just by virtue. Of- okay, if it was just hand to hand. I think Nightwing would win if Red Hood had like full blown like weapons and shit. Red Hood. Yeah, I like the idea of giving them everything that they personally have available to themselves. Like not, it's not like a gladiator fight where I throw two guys naked into the middle of a ring. I want them at their best. So yeah, yeah, we'll give that one to Red Hood. Fair enough. Oh, that's amazing. All right, well that rounds us out of that wonderful segment that will just last forever because you're not going to stop this imagination from coming up from them. Uh, I've even, I've got some on there that you're not even going to know how to answer. All right, well I mean, if you've got any final things you would like to say, now is the time, good sir. Um, no, I mean like I mean we I do want to come back to basically everything we're talking about because I mean like I definitely oh, want. Yeah like uh Titanfall 2 a little bit and we, but we're already we're going to do an episode on um Telltale Batman so I have that to wait for and plus like I still have to play Skyrim properly which granted won't pr- probably happen for at least the next several months but we'll see <laughs> all right fair enough yeah there's plenty I want to do um we will be dropping episodes every Friday keeping them coming at you hot and loose and occasional dropped in the middle of the week which you know this one might be one of those with got some pretty good uh editing chops that are going to be put to the test with this episode because the audio cleared out about 30 minutes in and i want to keep the original stuff we talked about so see if he can make that sound good we'll we'll kind of test him a little bit see how it goes but otherwise tune in again next week hopefully you're enjoying this you know riveting conversation that goes on between two best friends as always i am kevin i'm pat we are the men of the machine (laughs) 